You're tuned in to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing your own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Chats with Kat. I am super excited to be back with you this week, and I am currently recording in Miami, which is awesome because I definitely needed a break from New York, and I needed some sunshine and some organic fruit and tank tops and shorts and tanning and all of that stuff. So I have been rejuvenated since I arrived, and I have a few weeks to go, so I'm pretty excited that... um, I get to be here for a little while longer. Um, This week, I want to talk to you all about something that's very important and pressing. So let's get right into it. Um, I want to talk to you all about my IUD experience. And the reason why I want to talk to you all about this in particular is because if you don't know, on October 6th, the Trump administration basically decided that they were going to expand the rights of employers to deny women insurance coverage for contraception. In addition... According to the New York Times, Attorney General Jeff Sessions issued guidance to federal agencies and prosecutors instructing them to take the position in court that workers, employers, and organizations may claim broad exemptions from non-discrimination laws on the basis of religious objections. So with that said, I think that right now a lot of women are finding themselves in a position where they want to take action and they are trying to decide, you know, what's going on, what can I do to better prepare myself for the future am I going to start having to pay out of pocket for my birth control you know like we really don't know what's going on and I don't entirely know what every employer's you know situation is or I'm not too familiar with the employers that are adamant on opting out but it may be affecting you in the near future and you may be finding yourself in a position where you want to take a more long-term approach to your birth control method so I'm going to talk to you about my IUD experience because back in May, I decided that I was going to get an IUD. And funny enough, I actually, I got the IUD for, you know, obvious reasons. I didn't want to get pregnant. I also had a very bad case of cramps. I mean, it's just, I've dealt with debilitating cramps since the onset of getting my period. But up until that point, they had been getting increasingly worse and I'm not entirely sure why, but you know, I just felt like it was time for me to just find a solution to it. And um, I felt like things were going to change in the near future regarding my birth control options. So I decided that I wanted to take action. So before the Trump administration could make any sweeping decisions, I decided that I was going to get the IUD. Aside from that, I'm 24 years old and in two years, I will have no choice but to get off of my mother's insurance. So I figured, hey, you know what, let me just start now let me make a decision now that will leave me with some wiggle room even after I no longer have my mother's health insurance to cover me because I mean hopefully I will have health insurance at that time if all goes as planned but you really never know and this just made me feel a little bit more comfortable in my options for the future so I'm gonna give you all a brief rundown on you know just like the different options of birth control but back in June I actually wrote a piece about this called Trump inspired me to get an IUD and in it I go into the details about why the IUD is not kind of popularized in the United States and what the stigma behind that is and 
just some background on it for women who are interested in in getting one so i'm gonna put that link in the show notes where you can get you know statistics and details and all of that but i'm gonna talk about my actual experience because when i was trying to find guidance advice details on what to expect after i had set my appointment i really couldn't find anything that made me feel like i was prepared so now that i know what i got myself into i don't feel shitty anymore i can give you an objective perspective i'm gonna do that for you so yes so for starters i just want to make it known that getting an iud does not prevent you from being exposed to hiv or stds so if you find yourself in a lifestyle where you don't have one partner where you have multiple partners please use condoms i don't want you to think that you know the iud is like the best thing ever and it'll protect you from all these shitty diseases that are out there because it won't so just please keep that in mind also it is really important to make sure that you set up a consultation for the iud procedure because yeah not every woman is eligible to have an iud transplant it is all case by case and you know your medical history definitely affects whether or not you can get it so you know go for your yearly talk to your doctor and see if this is an option for you if it is an option for you then definitely take all of this into consideration so yeah i did all of that i went for my yearly i talked to my doctor and i was like hey you know what i want to get an iud and she was like great you can get it you have no issues so we decided to talk about what the options were as of the past year some new iud's have come out that have been more so catered to women who have never had children so i'm sure that most of you have heard of the morena which is the most popular iud but there are newer ones like skyla and kailina that are smaller devices and have a lower amount of hormones in it and so that is what i opted for so i've never had children before i've never been pregnant before so i was able to get the Kylina IUD. That one has 19.5 milligrams and can be kept in my uterus without having to be changed for up to five years, which I found to be really good. So that's the one that I opted for. There are other options like Paragard, which are non-hormonal IUDs. Well, I think there's only one. I think Paragard is the only copper IUD, if I'm not mistaken. But Yeah, that one can actually be left in your uterus for up to 12 years without having to be changed. So depending on what your lifestyle is and what your plans are for the future, you know, you can make your decision accordingly. But either way, all of these IUDs are reversible. So once you take it out within the next year, within a year, you should be able to get pregnant if that's what you decide to do, which I think is also really good to, you know, keep in mind. So it's not a permanent solution it's not like sterilization or anything it's just for the time being and you know it just gives you a peace of mind because it's not something that you have to take every day you know and aside from that it appears to me that women that have iud's don't have like the crazy side effects that a lot of other women f- get when they take the oral contraceptive so like because it is such a low amount of hormones like think about it, it's like 19.5 milligrams for five years and the reason why it's so low is because since it is in your uterus already it basically maintains your uterus at like an inhabitable state where like sperm cannot just it just can't fertilize an egg because the uterus is just like no like you're not welcome here you know 
So instead of having to take it every day, it just stays at a constant state of just inhabitability, if that's a word. (laughs) So yeah, that's the deal with that. So let's fast forward to the day that I actually had the procedure done. So for starters, there are two things that I did not do that I should have done. I should have taken Aleve or Advil 30 to 45 minutes before the actual procedure and I should have ate. I didn't do either of those. I think I took an an Aleve like 20 minutes before it was actually done, which, you know, doesn't really do shit. So those are two things that I should have done because honestly, after I got it, I didn't feel like I wanted to eat. So yeah, I got to the doctor. I, you know, it was, it it all felt like it was just a, a yearly checkup. Like it was just like, okay, you know, you go to your port, you just, you sign in, you wait in the waiting room, they weigh you, you have to pee in a cup, they test you for UTI, you don't have it, blah, blah, blah. You have to change into a gown. Up until like literally up until the actual procedure, everything feels like just a normal checkup. The only thing is that you have to sign a consent form for the actual, you know, device transplant. I s- I think people call it a transplant and I, it is because you're they're put they're inserting something into your body. So I'm just just know that that's the term I'm going to use. It sounds super scary, but it's really not. It's just like the you know, the act of actually putting the device in your uterus. So yeah. I signed the consent form. I did all of that. The doctor kind of walked me through what I was going to feel and all of that but honestly I was just like you know up until it happens you know all of this doesn't really mean anything because if there's one thing that I've learned is that you know everybody's pain tolerance is different and everybody experiences these types of things differently so even though I read hundreds of reviews and endless reddit forums like it was just you know something that I had had to just go through and experience myself in order to really be able to tell and even you like you may be listening to this and be like oh well I guess it kind of prepared me but really up until that very moment you won't really know but so like I said before I've always had bad cramps so I'd like to think that my pain tolerance was already pretty up there because it was just something I dealt with regularly so you know when you are in the stirrups you know they put the clamp in you and all of that and typically like if you're gonna get a pap or something they just do like the regular pap smear but this time what she did was basically like measure my uterus so I guess they have to see like how deep your actual uterus is and they measure to see like how far in they have to put the device or whatever so that's what she did she was just like you know walked me through everything like hey you know this is what I'm doing right now I'm measuring your uterus or whatever literally between the time that the clamps are put in and the device was put in it was like a minute and a half if not shorter it was very quick so she measured my uterus and she was like okay you know I'm gonna put it in now and she just told me to take a deep breath so I took a deep breath and I felt one massive cramp it was just like a really big cramp I don't entirely know why like when I try to think about it like what is it that they that the device touched the the lining of my uterus I don't know but it just felt like a big cramp and then right after she put it in took the clamps out and she was like okay like you can lay there it was literally super super quick the actual act of having the 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 device put in is not i don't think that's the worst part i think it's the aftermath that really is the shitty part so i was able to just lay there for a little she's like you know just lay there for a little bit because some people get dizzy or whatever and at the time i really didn't feel anything um she stayed with me in the in the room for like five minutes and she was doing some 
some things on the computer or whatever and after a few minutes she's like like how are you feeling what are you feeling right now whatever and I was like oh I feel fine she got out of the room I got dressed and I checked out like everything was fine one thing I didn't do was that I didn't drive a because I didn't have a car and b because yeah I read reviews and people were like it's it's probably best that you don't drive and honestly I'm happy that I did not drive because probably like 15 to 20 minutes after the whole thing went down I started to feel a little dizzy I started to feel pretty dizzy and sick like it was the onset of like the first day of my period so I got a little bit nauseous I got hot I got just icky you know so I got home and then that's when I really started to feel it so I started to get just really sore like my I just felt like really shitty I felt like it was the first day of my period (laughs) And so I that was expected, you know, like they, everybody warns you about that. The doctor, the reviews, everybody was like, you know, like the first day is kind of shitty. Um, just make sure you take, you know, something for the pain. And so I did that. But like I said, I didn't eat and I didn't have an appetite. I really didn't eat anything. And that's probably not the best things that probably made it worse. But I didn't eat anything. I think I drink like juice or whatever. But I just felt like I had to lay down and I put on a heating pad and I was in bed with the heating pad for the rest of the day not gonna lie and so the next day I felt like okay you know it's this it's day two like I'll feel better I felt the same way I felt pretty shitty I felt like again it was the first day of my period and if I'm being honest that feeling continued for two weeks and that's just my experience I've spoken to other girls who got it who literally they got they got it in and they went about the same day like nothing didn't have any spotting the next day then nothing for me I definitely felt shitty for the next few weeks I was spotting every single day I like probably about five days in I felt like I had like a full-blown period and it was just a little bit confusing to me but you know whatever like I, I understood that you know this device got put in my body's kind of like what is this is a foreign device it's plastic it's this is that it's hormones so I was just trying to be patient but Honestly, by the third week, I was like, I'm getting this shit removed. It was getting to be a little bit unbearable. And I felt like I couldn't exercise. Like, I felt like I, I, like when I bent down, like I felt it poking me. And I'm not trying to be exaggerated or scare you, but I'm just trying to be honest about, you know, the experience. And I told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm getting it out. You know, like this is just too much. And she was like, you know, wait it out. Just wait for your checkup. So one thing is that four weeks after you get it put in, you have to do have to have to go get a checkup because they have to see to make sure that the IUD hasn't shifted that everything is going as normal so that's what I did I was like you know whatever let me just see like if it's not any better that day of the actual checkup I'm getting it removed and lo and behold that day of the checkup I was better I didn't feel crappy I felt like things were starting to get better I wasn't spotting as much I, I didn't have to take painkillers or anything and when I went for my checkup I got a sonogram which is kind of crazy so I thought they were gonna put the sonogram over my my uterus like on the outside but it was a sonogram inside which is the craziest thing I didn't I didn't know that they actually did that so yeah a very interesting experience but I got a sonogram inside and everything seemed to be normal everything was going as planned everything was perfect and I told my doctor about how I was feeling I told her that I had really shitty cramps I told her that I was spotting and she said that it was all normal that it's typically 
going to feel a little bit weird up until the third month of having the device put in. In my mind, I was like, oh, crap, three months? Are you kidding me? But I was like, you know what? There was a reason why you decided that you wanted to get this. If, you know, feeling kind of shitty for three months means that you'll have four plus years of feeling like you're okay, like you don't have to be worried about taking birth control, that you can travel the world and not have to worry about buying birth control, that you're going to get pregnant, whatever, then deal with it. So that's exactly what it is. It's been four months and that's where I'm at right now. I actually feel pretty good. I I don't get cramps like I used to. I don't have a heavy period. And one thing about the IUD is that sometimes after a year of having it, you don't even get a period anymore. So that's something that I also felt like was kind of a plus, you know, like, okay, you know, maybe I won't even get a period. So my period has gotten a lot lighter. I don't have any cramps and yeah, I don't have to worry about getting pregnant. So all checks for me. Um, funny enough, when I, when I wrote that piece about, you know, Trump inspiring me to get the IUD, somebody messaged me and was like, hey, you know, it was an older woman, I, I guess, you know, whatever, she follows me on Instagram, but she was like over 50 and she was like, oh, you know, when I got an IUD years ago, like it, it punctured my uterus. I had to get a hysterectomy. Like it really messed her up, you know? And I was like, oh shit, like crap. I already have it in me. Like, thanks for scaring me. But I understand that she was just trying to be helpful and just trying to let me know what the situation was. But it's something that a lot of women said that had happened to them. And it was a little scary because I was like, well, like, damn, I already got it in. And I really hope that this all works out because I don't want to get it removed and have to, you know, get on birth control, like oral contraception and all that stuff. But I want to say that IUDs definitely have come a long way. There have been a lot of changes and modifications to the ones that are out now. And the options that are out right now, in my opinion, have been tested and are safe, honestly. Especially if you go to a really, really good doctor. If you're in Miami, I recommend that you go to Women's Health South Florida. It is the best freaking clinic that I think you can possibly go to in south florida um i have only ever gone to see one of the doctors that is there the the whole clinic it's like a collective of the best obgyns in miami in my opinion it was a lot smaller years ago when i first started going to the ob but since then it's expanded and they have a beautiful office in Dadeland, and it's just so professional all of the women are really attentive they're caring and I don't know why I've never had a male OB and I just feel like being around women that make you feel understood about something that is obviously so centered around being a female is really important. You know, I just feel like being able to speak openly about your concerns, about the things you've gone through, about, you know, whatever your history is really important to uh, share with your doctor and to feel understood by your doctor. So I feel like going to them and having had the doctor that I had really made an impact on my experience. So if you're in Miami, I really recommend that you guys go there and I will link the the clinic's website in the show notes. But yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about it, about the IUD, about the experience in general. I mean, yeah, it was a little bit uncomfortable, but Honestly, I think that compared to the 
the side effects that you would get from getting a patch, the depot shot, oral contraception, all that stuff. I think that the IUD is the best bet. Um, I understand that it's a little bit, you know, scary to like have the device put in and, you know, go in for all of that. But I think that the anticipation of having the procedure done is worse than the actual thing in general. I think that it's just something that not many of us go through. So I think it's kind of like scary to think about it as being like a like a surgery or something but it's really not it's an outpatient thing it's done in a few minutes and you're in and out now if your insurance covers it really think about it because iud as the device is up to fifteen hundred dollars and the procedure is up to eight hundred dollars i'm lucky enough to say that this costed me nothing it was zero dollars to have the iud put in and so you know looking back on this decision i really do think it was the best because you know obviously it was the most cost effective and who knows if my mother's insurance would or who knows if my mother's employer would turn around and say you know what we don't want to do this anymore there's no way i would have been able to cough up over two g's to have this procedure done you know, and I would have been having to pay uh, $50 a month, $100 a month to be on birth control. And I just feel really lucky to have the opportunity to not have to worry about something like this right now at this stage in my life. And I know that there are so many women out there that would benefit from having this procedure done, of having the opportunity to have a cost-free alternative. And so, if you are one of those women who are like me, who have the opportunity to have this device put in, honestly, if you're looking for birth control, I really do think that it is the best bet. I really do think if you're looking at the long term and if you're looking at the most cost effective and the most effective and not getting pregnant, it's literally the best option. Yeah, so overall... You know, the immediate side effects, yeah, you're going to have cramping, you're going to have spotting, but you'll get over it. It's something that'll subside and it's something that you just really forget is even there, honestly. Like, I forget that it's there. It's something that I feel grateful for because it's not something that I can forget to take, you know what I mean? And it's just as a woman with big plans for my future and who wants children, but just not right now, I, I just feel like this is a really great way to make sure that I stay on the path that I want to be on for my life right now and you know I I feel like so many women have big plans for their futures and you know get pregnant unexpectedly or have certain things happen and um kind of find that their life takes a different course and you know if you're one of those women who just really has certain things that they want to do and don't really want kids right now I just really suggest this because I think that your future is important and I think that your needs you know should come first and if there's a way to make sure that you're not put in a position where you have to you know make some decisions then I think that it's you know it's the best thing to do and especially if it's free just really try to take advantage of that while you can and if in the event you don't have insurance or you find yourself in a situation where your employer does not cover it please go to your nearest Planned Parenthood as soon as you can and try to get this 
device put in because I know that Planned Parenthood is trying to do as much as they possibly can to help women who are seeking this option to get the option at an affordable cost. So I just urge you to take this serious, take your future serious, to take this as an option. It's not something that is as scary as I think most of us would think it is. I I told you everything that you should really be weary of. Like, okay, you're going to have some cramping afterwards. Just put a heating pad, take some painkillers and a few weeks out, you will be okay. Like, in my opinion, I think that that is worth having years of carefree living, you know, and knowing that you will not get pregnant right now. I mean, there is that point one percent that you may get pregnant but it really is the best option and I just want you all to know that you shouldn't fall into the trap of thinking that it is super scary or that there's some stigma or that there's something you should be wary of like I have one right now I recommend it I do not regret my choice and I want you all to know that yeah it's okay so yeah thank you all for listening to my experience I hope that it's helpful I hope that you know, if this is something that you were considering in the past that this pushes you to, you know, do some more research and understand that you're not the only person that is considering this. Like, you know what that is? A 900% increase in women seeking IUDs since Trump's election. That's crazy. So yeah, I have a quote for you by Pamela Madsen and it is reproductive freedom is not just the ability not to have a child through birth control it's the ability to have one if and when you want so yeah i think that this is the perfect opportunity for you to just be in control of when you want to have a kid if you want to have a kid so yeah thanks guys we'll chat soon hey guys i'm back i just wanted to let you know that i could have easily just said iud insertion i did not have to say transplant because This is not a transplant. It is just an insertion. It is the insertion of a device. So don't mind me. I just had a brain fart, but you know what I was trying to say. That was this week's episode. I hope you all really enjoyed it. If there's anything you'd like to chat about, send an email to chats at catlantigua.com and I will make sure to get back to you. If you're curious to know what I'm doing in between episodes, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CatLantXO. That's C-A-T-L-A-N-T-X-O. And one last thing. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm sending you all lots of love, light, and good vibes. We'll chat soon.